Welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm Tracy Benson, your host. I am so excited to take this weekly journey with you where we'll take deep dives into real talk with real people living an epically fulfilled existence. We'll give you tips, tools, and strategies that you can use in your everyday life to have more joy, more peace, more love, more connection, more of all the things that really matter. And it's crazily true. When you live like that in alignment, in joy, in peace, just expanding your heart and soul, it's amazing what you manifest and what will just show up at your door. So let's get this trip around the sun started. I'll see you on the flip side. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Benson. And today in real time, it's already November 23rd, 2020. Um, I've had several weeks of not doing podcasts uh, for various reasons, episodes. The first one was the thing that I'm going to talk about today was I had to put one of my beloved fur family to sleep and they were ill for several days prior trying to make the decision. And then it was over the time period that I normally record because I normally put out a weekly podcast. And then right after that, Shingles decided to make its appearance, probably from the stress of the loss of my fur baby. And that went on for a week. And then I finally recorded an episode about the loss of my dog and the gifts that I've received from all my fur family over the years. And something was wrong with my computer. So it was, the recording was illegible. I tried to do it multiple different ways with and without. And I didn't even know it because I normally just drop it for my producer. And they got back to me and said, you know, send us the original file. And I went and listened to the original file and it sounded like you couldn't, you couldn't make it out. It was like, it was like a record skipping. Let's say it like that. So then I couldn't figure out how to fix it. They couldn't figure out how to fix it. I had to have my computer gurus from Mac, Apple, come out, and they couldn't fix it on site. They took it in. They replaced something, came back. It still didn't work. Finally, they replaced my computer. So now I'm back up and running four weeks later again. But that's okay. Life's got plenty of curves. You just got to roll with it. And the reason I didn't record it elsewhere is I only do it on GarageBand and I don't have another Mac. So I had no idea how to record it on another medium and get it done. I'm just not techie. I just went with the flow and went, you know what? I guess I needed some more time to recoup and get ready for the holidays, which are upon us now. So my topic this week is what are the gifts that your furry family has given you. So, you know, it's probably better that it's been a couple weeks because on the original episode, which was about, oh, what was it? Two weeks after my puppy passed away, I, when I recorded, I got a lot choked up and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being vulnerable, but I think 
because of that teary part, some people might have missed the gifts part. So we made the decision that Ugga, Big Bug, had to be put to sleep. Was kind of in the moment. We called the mobile vet out. And because of his age and some other issues that he's got going on, they had determined that it was systemic and they may or may not be able to help him. He could go through all of these tests and and stuff and still not have any quality of life. At this point, he wasn't wanting to eat. He was still drinking, but wasn't wanting to eat. You know, he just looked miserable and in pain and uncomfortable. He couldn't get up any longer. I was having to manually express his bladder and do all these things that were probably uncomfortable for him. So we did what was the right thing by him and let him go peacefully without suffering. And I was really, really devastated that first day. This soul, look at this. I'm going to cry on this one too. 11 years ago on November 1st, and he died a few days before his 11th birthday, my female English bulldog gave birth to puppies. And so I was there when this little soul came into the world and I got to have the privilege just like one of my, if one of my children passed prior to me of being there when they arrived and being there when they took their last breath. And while it was heart-wrenching, it was all so joyful because it's a gift to be there for them and with them when they're born and when they leave this world. So the rest of that day, which was a Monday, four weeks ago from today, I was feeling, you know, quite depressed. And his sisters that we have still were feeling quite depressed. And my grandkids were depressed. It was just, you know, it's sad. And it's okay to grieve, just not to suffer. And the very next day, I was doing my evening gratitude meditation. And all of a sudden, I thought, how blessed am I? I had my first dog. I got my first dog when I was six months old. And when I was six years old, just after my sixth birthday, we found out she had a brain tumor that was inoperable and we had to put her to sleep. So that was my first first family member, furry family member loss. I've had many over the years. I've had the privilege of having many, many furry souls and feathered souls and spiny souls that have got to be a part of my life. Or should I say I got to be a part of theirs? They bring us such unconditional, unwavering, unfaltering love that no human can ever give you. Even when you're the mother of a child, there are times when you're irritated at them, where you're wanting to strangle them. And I don't mean literally, I mean figuratively, of course. But there are moments, even though we love, we may say curt things, we may do something that we wouldn't normally do, you know. And the difference between, especially dogs, is you can yell at them 
because they've done something wrong or put them in their kennel because they did something wrong or, you know, whatever, give them time out as you call it. And they will still look at you with the most loving eyes in that moment. They don't care that you were just yelling at them or you put them in the box or the days where you just don't feel well and maybe they didn't do a thing except want to love you and you were less than kind. It's a gift. It's a gift to have that in your life. And I've never understood people that have never had pets, but now on reflection, I do because they don't know what they've missed. I've had a dog or two or three with me through every major loss and struggle and challenge and good time and happy time and successful time in my life. And guess what? They've made all of those, even the good times better because they are truly unconditional loving beings. And I will even say that about my cats. They're a little more aloof, but they know when something's wrong. They know when you need support. They just instinctively know and will be there. Even if you're mean and yell at them and tell them to go away, they will be there for you. And so I was thinking, what other gifts in our life do we take for granted? Now, I've never really taken my pets for granted. I always knew what they brought me. But this last loss, as I've gotten, you know, a little bit more life experience under my belt and a lot more soul searching and self-reflection, I realized exactly what they mean, have meant to me what they've brought to my life. And now I really agree with the little story about the child who says, my dog was only here for a short time because they already knew how to love unconditionally. We have to stay a long time because it takes us a long time to learn that gift. And I can't help but smile when I think about that. I can't help but smile when I think about all the times that I needed support and love unconditionally. (laughs) And my furry family gave it to me. No questions asked, nothing expected in return. And even when I was less than perfect, which is every day, and maybe when I was very far from perfect, which is quite often as well, they were there. And I had to search my soul and say, was I always there for them? Did I always do the right things by them? Did I love them as unconditionally as they loved me? And no, I can't say I did. There were times when I yelled when I shouldn't have. There are times when I was selfish. Like I'll give you an example with my August mother. She probably was around on this planet at least three months when she shouldn't have been because I was being selfish and couldn't let her go. So how often are we selfish with our pets that we don't give them what they need, that we don't take them to the vet when they need to go, that we don't make sure they're eating quality food. In fact, you know, I cook for my animals. They used to eat raw, but bulldogs have some issues sometimes. 
And so I stopped feeding them raw and which I think is great for most dogs. I've had dogs all my life and I've fed them raw a lot, but I actually cook theirs now. And, you know, there are times where I don't, where I go buy the freeze dried stuff or I'll order from Ollie or somewhere else. If, you know, I know I'm going into a really busy season because it takes a lot of time, extra time to prep and cook their food and do it right. But they deserve it. And so I struggle, especially this time of year, because I think about all the pets that are going to get brought home for the holidays. Little girl wanted a cat, little boy wanted a dog, somebody wanted a bunny, whatever it is, a reptile. And I've had them all because my kids have had pretty much everything over the years as they were growing up because I thought it was good for them to learn that responsibility and give that love to an animal and learn how to properly care for one. But as soon as that puppy starts staining the carpet and isn't potty training and starts chewing things up and the cat scratching things, the kitten scratching things, a lot of these animals will, you'll see all kinds of things on different pages on Facebook needing to rehome their dog or their kitten, you know, and it's just sad to me. If you can't do it, don't make the commitment. And it is a commitment. It's a lifetime commitment, their lifetime. And they deserve to have everything they need. They deserve to have their teeth cared for and their coats cared for and proper food and medical care when they need it. They shouldn't be kept outside all the time. They should be part of your family. And if you cannot do that, that's fine. Don't have them. And I'm not judging per se. Some people are going to think this is judgment. And I'm not judging because you're going to do what you want anyway. But what I'm saying is based on my experience of what my animals have brought me, there is no reason they shouldn't be treated with the utmost respect and kindness the same way you treat your children. Because they are basically children that never grow up. They require care. They require our care. And that's okay. If you can't do that, then just don't get them. That's one of the reasons I, I've only bred animals a couple of times in my life. And that's one of the reasons I stopped is because there's so many in the shelters that need love. There's so many that are waiting to give you that unconditional love. And so I wish during this holiday season that any of you that have never known unconditional love from a furry family, that maybe it's your time. And maybe those of you who never considered what your furry animals really bring you in the way of unconditional love, that maybe you'll look more at them as a family member instead of a piece of property. And that you will give them everything that they deserve in life and more. And don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect, nor have I ever been. I've made some mistakes with my furry family members, just like everything else. I will say that my intention has always been to give them the utmost of care, everything they needed, and more. So if you're looking to get a pet for Johnny or Susie this Christmas, adopt, don't shop. 
and make sure you have the time and the space to give them everything they need. And realize if you get an animal, it takes three to four months for them to really feel at home, even as a puppy. More so if they're an older dog, because it's quite traumatic, as you can imagine, losing your family and not being able to verbalize it and let people know how you're feeling, that you're scared, you're anxious, and all of that. And bring them into your home and treat them as you would family and learn from them. There's so much we can learn from animals. It's unbelievable. Well, guys, I hope you have the most beautiful Thanksgiving ever. And I love you with every cell and fiber of my being. You have just the most amazing holiday season if you don't listen to any of my other podcasts, but this one during this time. But I hope you will. I will see you on the flip side. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Joyful Souls Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at Tracy Benson at JoyfulSouls.com. Thanks ever so much for listening and have a beautiful day.